Hey guys, it's Brad with the rest of the boys here for a very special intro. That's B O I S. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it? Boys. Jerry's yeah, still out on that, maybe. It's not. We'll, let, we'll table that because there's a strong case for B O Y Z. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Not, not sure about that no? one either. We'll bring that one to the jury um, as well. Am I the yeah. only guy that appreciates rap? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Why, why not compromise in the whole world? B O I Z. That's just ridiculous. I. I think I'm quitting the podcast. I, yeah. <laughs> Much to the light of what listeners and my fellow players. They're like, oh, we finally drove more. Speaking of things that didn't make it. You what? know, when Second Edition Pathfinder came out, there were a few things from the playtest uh, that just flat up disappeared. Like our rogue, Clive. <laughs> they, he did. He's gone. R.I.P. Clive. Don't know who you're talking never, about. Never forget. I'll die with that joke on my lips. <laughs> <laughs> So what are some of the things that they're, they're not around anymore? They, they tried it in the playtest, nobody liked it, and they got rid of it. Resonance, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that was the, bit, that was the big yeah. one. Because at, at a certain point, uh, the alchemist actually used resonance for daily prep to make alchemical items. And they changed that before the playtest. That was like 1.4 or something in the playtest. Yeah. I, I think that was the one that everybody hated initially. Yeah, I almost wondered if they, and maybe somebody knows some intel or something like that or some inside information, but I almost wondered if they're like, you know, we've got this idea for a mechanic that we kind of like. We're pretty certain everyone's going to hate it. Let's <laughs> toss it in there just to verify that everybody hates it and we'll take care of it. I, I get the why, because mm -hmm. it was a balance issue. Because in Pathfinder 1, and we were all guilty of this, we had those checklists of all the magic items you needed. But, huh. like, why bother with healing when a level one wand of cure light was so cheap? Mm -hmm. yeah. And, like, why not have 38 magical items? I mean, literally, you weren't limited on how many Ion stones you could have. That's true. Like, <laughs> That's true. With the whole crown going on. Although, yeah. if anyone ever actually played the Ion Stone rules, where it was actually relatively easy to just somebody come up and just grab one. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, hey, that's my Ion Stone. You could snatch them away pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a DC5 check to just grab it. Yeah. But, I mean, literally, you could have, like, gloves, a bracelet, your shirt, your armor, a hat, neckerchief. Fucking cloak, boots, pants, belt. rings, dicky, iron stones. I mean, anything. You could get magic anything. Shoelaces. Ladies, anything. Uh, <laughs> but, like, so... It's the cock ring of alacrity. Well, and, and magical items weren't special. Because if you didn't have certain things, you were dumb. Like, why would you not buy a cloak resistance? Why would you not buy a plus one blah, 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 blah? Why would you not bump your decks? Well, they, they really weren't cool anymore. They were just a requirement. Yeah. So it wasn't about, hey, I can do this fun thing because I have this fun thing. Like, for example, if somebody on the podcast were to ever cast Fireball. Hmm. Don't know why you would bring that up. Um, who would have the ability th to do that? Know, that could be a fun, cool Seems... thing that they might do yeah. if they per remember sometime. Perhaps on a large group of formidable enemies. Guys, I, I, I got to say, I, I took a wizard dedication and I've been able to cast Fireball since level one. <laughs> How dare you? So I'm sorry. I'll, I'll fix that. You know, honestly, I think if someone were able to cast Fireball and had the opportunity to and, to, and uh, just didn't, I think I might hate them. <laughs> they would probably be trash. That, that is irony. Human Worst. garbage. Oh, yeah. I mean, just... Uh, if, you know, that, would, that so would be definitely a low quality thing to do. Speaking of qualities, that's something else that didn't, uh, isn't around anymore. Item qualities. Yeah. Where that was a big part of the playtest. And honestly, I didn't mind that mechanic so much, but it's gone. There's, I didn't exist. hate it. You know, I'll tell you something. I, I wasn't a fan of, of uh, multiple qualities, but I, I, I still kind of like the idea of there being something that is the equivalent of um, masterwork. Because I always mm -hmm. like the idea that it's like, well, if you're going to put an enchantment on something, it can't be just... 
you know, something that the blacksmith whipped up, you know, whenever he wasn't shoeing horses, you know, and, and, uh, and, uh, so you had to, you had to put a little bit of effort and, and art and, and into a nice, really nice sword or whatever it was. So I wouldn't object to some, I also, frankly, I also like the idea of just a, a plus one non-magical bonus to, to attack. I always thought that was kind of a neat deal. And I realized that there are mechanics in second edition that really kind of cover that era, those sorts of things in various ways. Um, that said, um, I, you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep over losing item quality. It certainly made uh, for a, an easier time when the time came to upgrade my weapon. I do love the rune mechanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Preach on. Like, because you're like, okay, I got a plus one sword. It's like, at some point in your life, if that was not that useful anymore, you either kept going or you probably sold it for half value. You yeah. Know? And we haven't gotten into it much, but it is going to make it easier for treasure. Because mm-hmm. now I don't have to worry about throwing out an item that you guys can't use. Uh, hey, hey, look, it's a it's a plus one halberd. You know, nobody here wants to use that silly thing. Well, guess what? Doesn't matter. Now you, you don't know the, my life. No. Okay, maybe then I could pick another weapon. But there are going to be things that you're going to be less enthusiastic about. And now you can just take that rune and put it onto something that you are going to use, and, and kind of move those around. So it works out functionally better and a little easier from a standpoint of what do I create, what do I add. And there was the thing where it was like. To make that that the weapon or whatever in the playtest, it was prohibitively expensive. However, once you did that, the rune was actually pretty cheap. And it's like, really, it's more expensive to make this thing just look nice as opposed to making it magical? It didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I do like that rune mechanic also just from a thematic standpoint. I love the idea of that you're going to magically engrave something in and that then that rune holds power. And I mean, that's it's obviously been around in various systems over the years, but um, it just feels good. I like that idea. I just, I love the idea there's a shop and all the guy does is make plus one enhancement runes on rocks <laughs> and sells them. And like they're yeah. easily transportable. Here's my stone tablets with plus one rune. Yeah, time. yeah, and you travel wherever you're going, and like, hey, I need I need twenty runes shipped here. I got a shipment of swords, and I got to get fixed. Like that, that's a whole new dimension, I think. Now it, it really is fun, and hopefully, uh, it's going to give us some advantages as we move down the line. So let's go ahead and hop on inside the vault and see what happens this episode. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now... It's time to open the Adventurer's Vault. Anything before we get started? I got an itch in my left nut. <laughs> Gavin, take care of that. All right. Well, mm-hmm. oh, goodness. <laughs> Pickles. I hope that was as good as for, for you as it was for me. Eh, it was free. <laughs> <laughs> so there you guys are. You've made your way down off the cliff back around to the front of the village of New Hope. Uh, you're standing at the tree line, and nobody has spotted you yet. What have you decided to do? So are we doing this? Well, if we're going to, I mean, gosh, we don't know enough about what's actually going on, I think, to plan for some sort of assault. There are also an awful lot of them there. Um, I guess we, what, go in and say we're explorers and see if we can suss out what's taking place. Are they all yeah. evil? we got a subgroup among them. Let's play up the, uh, we're from Port Holbeck angle. and you know, Oh, this is great. Let's trade and stuff. 
Do I assume that I, um, do I hide the symbol or do I leave it out and see what it provokes? I say you hide it, and then if you see it openly displayed, then we can talk. But okay. I have a feeling your brethren are <laughs> I, infiltrating. I prefer that that is not, in fact, the term we use, unless we find out that maybe there are some people that worship this god who are not trying to sacrifice children. I mean, I don't know. By the way, Richard, I realize we're not down in it yet. But does the where we are look to be anything like what I recognize from that vision that my mm. God gave me? It's hard to say. There was a lot of chaos in that scene. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go down there. So, I mean, like if there's like a path leading up to the front gate. Well, yeah, there's literally a front gate and two guys standing guard there. We're just going to walk up like normal people. Richard, I'll, I'll, have the, I'll still be wearing my holy symbol, but it will be tucked down okay. inside. How do you do, fellow cultists? At, at a certain point, as you get close enough, they notice you and they're yeah. like, Halt. Who goes there? Good morning. We're from Port Holbeck. They they look genuinely shocked and almost a little terrified. Uh, 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 oh, uh, uh, okay. Um, and what are your intentions? We're explorers. We didn't know that there was a colony in this part of the continent. Uh, we, we came to uh, chat and talk to you. Yes. Relax. There's no treaties in place from anyone. You aren't here illegally. Uh, he, the one of the guards turns around and he, he yells at somebody inside. Uh, he sees somebody. He's like, "You, you, uh, go, go get Brother Tata. Fetch him. Someone's here." Yes, get Brother Sauce too. I'm puzzling this out. I'm like, hold on, what did he say? Uh, it's actually with a D, but uh, I kind of slurred that together. Yeah, so does Sauce. Yep. Yeah. D's just silent. So after a moment, uh, somebody from inside comes walking out, and he, he clasps one of the guards on the shoulder, and he's like, at ease, men, at ease, men. And he moves forward to you guys. He says, welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to the village of New Hope. Uh, you are from Port Holbeck, they, they say. You declared yourselves. Yes, yes. You are emissaries? Uh, not officially. We're actually more just explorers. Uh, but if, if that matters, on behalf of Port Holbeck, we greet you. Ah, yes, wonderful, wonderful. I I am Brother Tordar, and uh, welcome to, welcome, like I said, welcome to New Hope. We did not expect to meet anyone so soon. Is a brother sporting a holy symbol? Uh, he is, actually. Look familiar? There sure does. Yeah, yeah, okay. Come in, come in. We will, uh, welcome to the village. We are uh, welcome, welcome to have you here. Thank you. It, it's a pleasure. It's good to know there's another settlement that can, we can only help each other out. Well, I must say I'm pleased to hear that. We've been concerned that uh, Port Hobart might not be amenable to uh, us claiming territory here. You've actually done uh, remarkably, uh, you know, um, th this is quite a settlement that you've uh, managed to carve out here. And, and we know from our own explorations, there are no shortage of dangers out here in the wilderness. I mean, you're to be commended uh, for th being this far inland and, and having this place uh, so well designed. We indeed are blessed. Mm, yes. And perhaps everyone at Port Holbeck is not as happy with the situation as they seem. Isn't that always the way of these things? It so. is, it is. So he ushers you guys inside and goes with you if you if you so choose. Yes, we'd love the tour. Thank you. Oh, thanks you. Thank you for your hospitality. Show us the nursery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the orphanage. Mm -hmm. He's like, so as you can see, we have much work to do, although we have succeeded in shelter and and acquiring an sustenance, uh, there's much work to be done here, but as more of us make their way here, uh, you know, we hope to, we hope to expand and, 
and make ourselves quite a little settlement. You say more of you on your way here. Do you come from a particular place? Is, is this an effort of some nation or um, Well, no, group, we, we, we come from all over, but, hmm. but uh, we all we all here for the same reasons. Oh, and are you are you here? Are you looking to uh, uh, set up a, a colony? Is that the idea? Uh, I believe we already have. Well, yes, yes, no, I, I see. Yes, I'm not to, I'm not trying to belittle your works. I, I mean, clearly the case. So, well, we well, of course, we're all here to you know to further our worship. Mm-hmm. Yes, you uh, as a religious individual are uh, in charge. I take it. Oh, I don't know if I'd say I'm in charge, but I'm well respected around here. We don't really have a a leader per se. Well, tell us about your faith. We're, we're interested. Well, of course, we worship Gilgamesh. Oh, right. Interesting. Oh, what do you yeah. want me to roll to avoid, like, twitching? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's, there's, like, a composure check. Because, like... Not to <laughs> a, a will say. Twitching would occur. I've got a skill here called not shit self. I mean, that's, that's maybe appropriate. Uh, I mean, make a, yeah, will is as good as anything. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Gilgamesh, you know. That's the, an 18. The evil Dimulich. Uh, you know, it's not bad. That's not bad. I never I've never seen that holy symbol <laughs> in relation to Gilgamesh before. Oh, uh, yes. That's a, that's a fascinating symbol. What Would you like to tell me about it a bit? Well, unfortunately, we don't know much. So much was lost in the Great War, but uh, we have little information to go on. But we do know this is the holy symbol that we connect to the divine being. Hmm. Well, uh, I've, I've actually never met a, a worshipper of Gilgamot before. This is fascinating. I am a bit of a scholar, so would you mind uh, maybe... I've met one. ...telling me the tenets of your faith, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently we've met one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go and I go, well spoken, brother. <laughs> Our plan is finally... Also kill these three traitors yeah, now. Well, I'm, I'm afraid we've, uh, we've not openly revealed ourselves before now. Uh, we did not figure that we would be much appreciated, but I can assure you we are a peaceful well, why folk. Why is that? Well, <laughs> there is so much misinformation from the war, so many things that have gone said that uh, you know just aren't quite true. You know, as they say, it is the, the victors that write the history. And I'm, and I'm afraid, well, the one that they wrote was not, uh, was not very kind to, to those of our worship and faith. Say they're so guilty believe... of fake news, is that it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you believe Gilgamesh was uh, misunderstood, is that... Uh... Not exactly. Ha- we, we know that Gilgamesh did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we know that at times the parts of him that were still somewhat mortal were, were you know, guilty of atrocities that uh, were unkind... <laughs> But you know, <laughs> what's a little atrocity here and there? I think of the, those a are mutually exclusive terms. If you like, haven't, if you haven't committed an atrocity, why don't you just however, raise your hand? The glove didn't fit, so we but, had to acquit. It was this but, but he was not committed the first atrocity. Just throw the first stone, if you right? Look, if you look at all of those from divinity, they uh, they have all been guilty of their own crimes, and many of them attained their divinity in in rather surreptitious manner and in gruesome ways. And in fact, you know, if you look at the history of the gods, some of it's been quite violent. You know, so yes, Gilgamesh was guilty of a few things, but he was only trying to return balance to the pantheon. It is no fair that that the Church of Asmodeus is the only the only faction that represents our Axis. Gilgamesh is he he was quite a, he was quite divine and and quite genius in his idea. 
The, it's just been imbalanced in this realm for the whole time. So thanks to him, the balance is slowly going to return. So you're, you're taking it back, is what I'm hearing, you know. No, not, not us. I'm afraid the divine being himself is taking it back. We are just merely his followers. You have some sort of primer, perhaps a child's book, <laughs> that if someone was interested in your religion, they could read. Oh, no, I'm afraid we've never written it down. That was too risky. Really? Never, not even once, or Good twice, to know. or a couple of other times. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my question is, I, I know that, um, that Gilgamesh aspired to be a, a god, but did, did he ever... Uh, my understanding is that he was still not quite divine at the point that he was... Uh, well, uh, it is our teachings that he succeeded. You see, the, the cataclysm that happened here, that was actually his, his emergence into divinity. The negative mm. energy was like a cocoon and a caterpillar. Mm. And he simply had to go through the metamorphosis. And now that he has completely merged with this land, and that the land has been returned to us... That we, we can come here and live as one with the divine being who is in the earth himself. I see. So Gilgamesh's a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and roll that twitch check again. Is this, is this guy looking yeah, at us when yeah. he's talking? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I was about to do the uh, slowly turn and look towards <laughs> all their like... Uh... Yeah, he seems very happy to, to explain everything I, to you. I have a, a, another question, and that's that... Um, are you the originator of these teachings, or were these were these uh, this idea? Did this come from someone else? Is there a high priest somewhere, or anything? Or well, I mean, Gilgamesh is the originator of these oh, teachings. Oh, of course. I just mean in terms of those vessels on this earth who who were uh, chosen to receive his wisdom. I'm I'm afraid some of us we just received our calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I received mine at a very young age, mm-hmm. and uh, was found others of the same faith and. And we were able to prepare ourselves for this day. Would you say there's like a head recruiter, someone who's in charge of, you know, pamphlets and getting the word out, someone who'd be very instrumental in the whole thing? It would be devastating if they were to perish. Where are the nuclear vessels? Uh, would you happen to know if they're the nuclear vessels? I, I, I'm afraid so much of our our worship and religion is so very mysterious. You see, with Gilgamesh unable to communicate directly to us. We don't know why those of us were called, were called. I don't know why I knew I should be here, but as you can see, many others have the same revelation, and here we are. Brother, that's, fa- that's so fascinating to actually have a god talk to you. What, what, is he, what did it sound like? It didn't, he didn't really speak directly to me. I just, it was almost as though I had visions of this place and a mm. compulsion to find it. And yet... Here I am. It just almost as though I was led to here. Almost as if I was meant to be here. Huh. So you, you didn't find like a body and take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Sure, that's not the case. So you mentioned uh, you became part of the faith at a young age. Uh, what is? Uh, what is? Do you have some sort of age of understanding or something like that? At, at what point is a child initiated in this religion? Well, of course they they get to choose. We don't. You know, we don't force it upon them like many other religions do. There are children here, and I, I know that many of them will choose the religion of their parents, but, but uh, it is not a requirement of the faith. How, how if the God is still emerging, um, and if it's your job to welcome him and just wait for that to happen, or do you try to help him, hasten along his... Uh his appearance? Well, no, the metamorphosis is almost finished already. Where there's oh. nothing we need to do but be here for him. Oh, good. And it is our belief that the God will not reemerge as, as you know, normal 
deities. He he is the land. Mm. The land is here. That it will be indestructible and it, it will sustain us. Mm. And so you practice no particular rites or uh, rituals, any kind. Close to the mark there, there. <laughs> well, you know the truth is, so far we're just discovering all of this, and and uh, we've not developed the. Uh, what's what's the scholarly word? The um, tenants. The, the tenants. Yes, we've not developed much. Uh, you know, so far with a few phrases have already begun to spring up on their own. But uh, I don't know if they are from the god or just human nature. So. I, I'm like a perception. Like, for example, I'm essentially sense motive on that. Twenty. Right. Uh, you know, you think it's true, but you get the idea there's something fake about this guy you know you, you look at it and you say I, I can't say anything that he said seemed like a lie but he just has a, a, like a fake demeanor his his personality seems superficial he seems kind of. yeah he's one of those people where he seems on at the moment he's he's very much in his element and something just seems kind of fake but nothing he said is wrong and you don't get the idea that it's a lie you just get the idea this this guy's fake on some level well, that is, is wonderfully fascinating. Perhaps we could impose on your hospitality for a day. We've been wandering for quite some time. Oh, huh? of course, of course. And it's so dangerous out I mean, there. Yes. We, are, we are not so naive uh, to think that relations with Port Holbeck would be easy. We know how, how crazy all of this sounds, but, but yet here we are. Perhaps some, some people who would go on your behalf and speak for you would, oh, that would, would help. That would be absolutely wonderful. Uh, yes, and you know while he, while this is going on this conversation, he's walking around the compound, mm-hmm. and you know he's shouting, or uh, not shouting at people, but he's introducing you to people yeah. uh, by name, and they're all brother so and so and sister so and so. You know, it, I'm I'm keeping an eye out for a redhead, because I assume she's here somewhere tied up in a scary dungeon. Uh, so far, you haven't seen Saves any kind of couple of flies. Yeah. So far, you haven't seen any redheads. And the only thing that you do notice that's a little peculiar is everybody here has darker hair. You also don't see any blondes. Uh, it's brunettes and people with black hair. Uh, um, not very fun, huh? You know, <laughs> nothing. You don't notice anything specific, they're, but they're all smarter then, right? That's since you're trying to look for any anything, I, I apologize to our blonde listeners. That was just a joke, and I shouldn't perpetrate that myth. So both there of you, we go. Both of there you goes very the nice. last. There goes the last two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we had two <laughs> listeners. Shit, that's great. If it's taken, if it's taken them this long to figure yeah. out this is a bad podcast, yeah, for, yeah they might not actually be that smart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yes, uh, I, you, you're more than welcome to stay. Uh, I'm, I'll have someone prepare you food and dinner, and you're welcome to, to uh, you know, talk with other folks here. Please, please, you know, you you belong here. If something led you here, uh, you belong here as much as we do. We did, we did feel somewhat of a calling to just come this way. Yes, yes, you feel it too. Yes, yes, and um, you know, I didn't get your names. Ah, I, I am Alda, Alit Smiley. These are my good friends, uh, Ashirian, uh, hate them, and, and, and this yes. is Becca. I will. I'm officially called Captain Ashirian, mind you. Oh, a captain! Mm-hmm. Yes, how wonderful! How wonderful! Mm, yes, uh, yes. Good to meet you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you say you were called here. Did Did you come on your own accord, or did Port Holbeck send you out? The, uh, Port Holbeck sent us out uh, to do some general exploration, but we mm-hmm. just felt this was the right direction in which to go. Wonderful, wonderful. You see, our Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> yes, yes, He does. <laughs> yes, uh, it's a uh, Great oh. and mysterious God. Yes, yes, he is. Ah. 
Ah, uh, uh, did he react to that, by the way? Um, what he specifically said about being a great mysterious god? Um, I mean, he he seemed to it, like it was almost like an affirmation. He's like, oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I just I feel so tired. It's been so long. Perhaps we is there a place we could retire for a minute? Any any faculties for? And anything uh, will do. We are simple folk. Uh, yeah, he says, if we'll come, come this way. Any sort of dark place where you'd hide problems like people. There's, yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> are the nuclear vessels? Maybe the blonde ones that should be the first. On the Perhaps if a redhead wandered out from the woods and you wanted to hide her. Uh, he shows you to a tent and, and he says, yes, we've, we've had this prepared for you. The family who brought it has moved into, uh, you know, more pleasant accommodations. And there is a, a, like a shack mm. next door. Well, please tell them thank you. Thank you so much. So they are, they're more than willing to let you spend the night here. Um, do you have any, any preferences for dinner? I'm afraid the fare is rather limited. But well, if I don't have to fight it, that'd be, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there are many dangers out here. But as you can see, our, our Lord has cleared the path for us all. Mm, yes. And, I, you know, our hunters return back with plentiful game and safe game every time. It is the blessing of our Lord, for the land is him, and he is the land. That's just wonderful. Mm. Just wonderful. Uh, yes. You, uh, you know, I, I mean, truly, your Lord has blessed you with bounty. I mean, it can't be denied. Do you regularly worship him? Do you have services? Um, well, I believe that all I do is in his worship. Oh, sure. Every, every, you give, uh, obviously, you dedicate all of your actions to his glory. Exactly. This is all for him. But uh, yes, I mean, we, we, we have been seeking the answers and how we should pray and how he wants us to exalt him. And so far, little has come. Uh, like I said, we were hoping that once we get established here and as he becomes fully awakened, that we will, we will learn more about how we should proceed. May I ask, um, has, has the God manifested enough to be able to provide you with, uh, uh, with um, divine magic? I mean, are you able to cast spells and heal the sick and so forth? We've had several who claimed, but so far, none have succeeded. Oh, I see. So um, so no one has yet... Uh, well, I'm sure it's just a matter of time until his manifestation becomes uh, more progressed. Possibly a chosen one will, will appear at some point. Yes, you know, many of... <laughs> so, many you know, of our... <laughs> you've heard of the phrase, daggers coming out of the eyes, right? Uh... Many of our followers claim to have had visions and premonitions that there will be a sign that the God will send someone to us. And that will be the sign that he is fully awakened. I'd like to mention for the listeners, because they won't see this, mm-hmm. but every single time that Richard mentions something about the Gilgamark or something that we're like, huh, all three of us consecutively <laughs> look at Sean yeah. and just like try to drill through his skull I'm, with I'm just trying to figure out if I need to kill 300 people or 301 people. <laughs> <laughs> It occurs to me that <laughs> I might be able to get myself my own cult here if I play this correctly. Uh, you're you're pretty much, if you can cast like one fucking cantrip, you're probably in charge. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. ch- Check out my bling, cure life. Check it out. The chosen one! <laughs> yeah. It's looking more like 301. Sacrifice the four unbelievers. I knew she was here. <laughs> Take that. Ah, so yeah, so so no formal services then is what you're saying. I just uh, worship as you as you go, praise his name and so forth. But it's been quite the debate among the scholarly of us that uh, scholarly of us that uh, whether or not we should pray in the mornings or the evenings. No. It's quite embarrassing actually just to admit that out loud. Uh, but most of them seem to be praying around twilight. They they seem that the 
the, as, the, as the stars emerge, that they seem to, to cast their blessing down upon the earth. Gosh, it'd be a shame if some sort of schism resulted in a religious civil war. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you see, we're mourning people, and we need you now. Um, just for the record, I've been regaining my spells in the morning, right? Yes. Dawn. Mm-hmm. Okay, noted. I mean, I don't know that's necessarily proof positive that we're talking about two different things, but that could be the case. But, hmm, interesting. Well, gosh, so tired, ready for a nap. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> should, should I have some librations brought to you? Oh, that would, you're just so kind. Yes, uh, yes wish, I'll, I'll have them brought to your tent. I wish there was something I could do to help your people. Again, your generosity, uh, for those of us who've been traveling so long in the wilderness, I mean, is, is so appreciated. Um, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, I'll be back along in a little bit. I need to go over to the wall. You see, I have some skill in carpentry, and, and I was headed there when, uh, when they brought me to, to visit with you. But I'll send somebody with food by here shortly. Thank you. Thank you, brother. If there's any labor that my companions can do on your behalf, please let us know, because um, they, they're, look at them, they're all skilled and Possibly after this and, nap. You yeah. said something about having scholars. Uh, yes, there are a few scholarly among us. Oh, well, I am a bit <laughs> scholarly myself. Uh, He's a man of letters. Would be, yes, would be uh, fascinating to talk with them. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll see what duties they have today and see if they can stop by. I'm sure they would love to speak to another of uh, the scholarly pursuits. Uh, Assyrian's, uh, before the guy leaves, Assyrian's going to reach out and give him the, the handshake. And he, and he gives you like the two-handed hand. You know, he clasps it and then he brings up the other hand. He gives you the hearty handshake and he goes, you, Blessed be Gilgamesh and the earth in which he resides. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, like, <laughs> uh-huh. as soon as he's gone, like, Alder takes his jacket up, like, folds it up several mm-hmm. times, puts his face in it, mm-hmm. and is like, <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, puts it back on. Well, yep. we walked right to the middle of this camp. Get it out of your system now. Oh, not yet, but I will. <laughs> yes, Father, this is guys, a bit I've been meaning to talk to you about something. Father yeah, Becker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, if you are no, inclined just, to... No, that, 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 no, no, I can tell no, you. I don't no, know a goddamn no, thing no, about that. No, 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 Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> Great and mysterious God, please bless me this day. No, you know my name now, son. <laughs> Summon him. I Bloody uh, hell. Go on, go okay. on with your suspicion. We're going to have a conversation about this. You can, what would you want to talk about? Oh yes, you'll want to talk. <laughs> I, I was going to say none of my poltergeists have attacked anybody in the middle of the goddamn night. Yeah, but your poltergeist also happens to be no, the lich. Your poltergeist killed thousands of people in the past. You know, uh, it, here, it, it was probably at least a hundred thousand or more. Here's Closer this, to a million. I mean, you know, when you get to those kind of numbers, it don't really matter, right? Listen, here's the point. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> become closer to the faith already. So here, oh, <laughs> here, tell you what, here's what we'll do. Okay, I know I, I, I'm getting one of those looks. Like, guess what? It's time for another talk with Father Becker. <laughs> it is. So, it, it is. So you're let, right. Let me skip to the end, and then you can ask all the questions you want. I don't know any more than you <laughs> do. You know exactly as much as I do, and and a lot of what he's talking about doesn't quite jibe with my experiences with this deity. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Knock, all of you, knock yourselves out. I, I, it's all good. I don't know what's going on. Father Becker, I don't distrust what you're saying. I'm also saying, however, uh-huh. this could be bad. Like, This could be bad. bad. This could be bad. <laughs> this, I, if it's true, it's really bad. I'm not... I, I wish... I will, let, me, let me lay it out. I wish to prevent 
the return of Gilgamesh. I don't think we're talking about the same people. I think there's something that is that is messed up here, some misunderstanding. Um, but I don't think that my deity or whatever it is, whoever it is I'm connecting with, is what they think it is. Or if, if Gilgamark is involved somehow, I think we're talking about, I don't know, two different entities? Maybe vying for control? I, I, I'm just guessing here. I don't know. But it just doesn't feel right. Reclamations and accusations help us nothing now. We need a plan. Mm-hmm. What do you think about exposing yourself to the brother? <laughs> no, not like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time in the wilderness, you know. A uh, man gets lonely. Uh, yeah. Any port in the storm. I mean, mm-hmm. what, That's right. what he has experienced is similar to you. You could say you didn't reveal yourself because maybe we didn't know. Or, you know but you, you could learn more by exposing that you have I, that holy symbol. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tactic we could go, but I, I'd prefer to observe more. To be honest, I'd, I'd like to spend a day here and just kind of see what's happening before I whip out the old holy symbol and say, hey, I'm your chosen one. Right. I would also like to point out, they said they don't really write down their faith so much. We've got a book with that symbol in it. Yep, correct. So, so you want to give them more information. Oh, the, the heavens no. Here, here's Although the... I am curious, they might be able to tell more about it, but... If they don't write this sort of stuff down, someone did. Correct, yes. I mean, it's just as plausible that that is secret. Okay, the, the idea that... Am I trying to say this? The, 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 they could be keeping something from us. We, we were told that the, the, the idea that the, the god might be able to help with the return of Gilgamark. That is different from it is Gilgamark. And that, that it would be used... In, in trying to return, it would bring about his return. So if these people are wanting to, to bring about Gilgamark and, and, and they, it's, it's a fine idea to promote this holy symbol and, and claim other things if it, if it um, eventually accomplishes their end, even if it's not exactly what they say it is. Does that make sense? So the question is, Father, does your powers come from your faith or from that symbol? No, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't. I, and I mean, I'm connecting with something. That'll, that'll have to be something you discover on your own. But now that we know that that is his symbol... We don't know that that's a symbol. We're talking, one, one crazed, um, and, and be honest, some, someone who doesn't seem like he's being entirely forthright is saying that. Is perception not reality? How many people believing something does it take? Well, I, I mean, he may very, other people may very well believe that, but I get this feeling, well, actually, you're the one that made the perception check, or whatever it was, the insight check. Yeah, he's, he's, he's holding something back. And you know what? And we feel pretty good about the fact that that other cultist who was murdering those people was saying gobbledygook to people to get them to believe um, because she just wanted um, souls to power the ritual. And so, you know, Which the, mean, the means point, he the, might be the other side of the coin then. Could be, or he could be just another charlatan and a liar as well with a better developed story. We need to know. That's why I think we ought to observe a little bit more before I reveal myself. You, you, th- you three do understand... I will burn this place to the ground at some point. I mean, if, if that's what's mm-hmm. got to be done, although I think we need to be a little bit cautious here. There are there could be some innocents among these, some sheep among the wolves. And with that, you guys hear voices Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey, broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat bringing you the rest of history. Seven lands for seven lords, an old saying whose origins date back to the gods' war, 
the epic divine struggle that began with one large landmass and ended with seven sundered continents. While the gods were the major belligerents of the war, every sentient race played its part. Of all the armies and all the warriors, seven of the greatest rose to prominence through deed and device, seven whose contributions were deemed supremely significant, but seven who gave the ultimate sacrifice before the end of the war. The surviving gods judged these seven souls worthy of a lasting legacy, and the names of the seven lords were given to the seven continents of the mirrored lands. Seven names spoken for eternity for seven forgotten lords whose stories have been silenced by the passage of time. And now you know the rest of history. Good day. How are we getting down this cliff? Hey, I get this. My robe is magical, okay? You sure? Yeah, it's purple. It's got stars all over it. Did you get it from Kirkshanks? No, no, no. I got a great deal at Leonard's. I would be careful, man. Now watch me feather fall down here. <laughs> Yikes. Should have strapped a Crookshanks. Some sheep among the wolves. And with that, you guys hear voices from right side of the tent. Female voices. Hello, hello. Oh, oh, <coughs> yawn. Yes, please come in. Uh, so two uh, young females, not uh, creepy young, but uh, young and very pretty. Uh, they come walking in and they are carrying uh, baskets full of food. Oh, this is so lovely. Thank you. And they're like, oh, uh, yes, I'm, I'm Sister Shiri, and this is my friend Sister Wilma, and, and we, we were told to come to you and bring you food, and we have food here and drink, and, and uh, we're, we're happy to serve you. We're, we are here. Wow, uh, Actually, funny that you should say that. They, you know, like the, the, the dress is kind of pulled off the shoulder, you know, the lacing is undone, and they're very voluptuous. Yeah. And they're, you know, fairly suggestive in their movements. And, you know, so they, they, they kind of sit down and they start spreading the food out. And they said, please, please help yourselves. Everything you see is yours for the taking. Switch. <laughs> that is very, very kind. Thank you. We shall just take a few light snacks. We know you're very busy and have things to do. Thank you so much. Oh, no, our, our duty is here. This, no, no, I assure you, this please. Is, this, is, this is where we belong. This is just, you know, we're so awful messy when we eat. <laughs> oh, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I, I mean, look at, the, look at the time. I mean, it's only, it's, what time is it? Uh, you know, what, it's a little afternoon. I mean, it's, it's just a little too early, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're more, uh, we're more night people. It I is. love the nightlife. I like to boogie. I mean, this is lovely, but we're just not here for a little afternoon delight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Sky rockets in flight. <laughs> but, but this is the will of the Lord. He yeah. has called us here, and He's called us to you. See, but we're of the side of the faith that believes stuff should be done at night. So, yeah, we're we're, we're new Orthodox. Well, we're happy to remain here. Yeah, well, Just I... Bloody hours. <laughs> <laughs> and all there's looking over at the others like, someone fucking handle this. <laughs> you know what, you've been very you've been very helpful, but I, you know, we could use... <laughs> Go get him, Tiger, you got this uh, one. You know, we could use maybe, uh, I'll uh, like, look at the food and whatever's not there. Maybe make a request for whatever's not there. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid this is the the best we have to offer. You see... You know, we are simple, and we live off the earth here, and this is, what we've, this is what's been provided to us by the Lord. And, and we know that if the Lord provides us, we should 
consume it with great passion. All right, well, I'm sorry, but grapes are natural. They come from the ground, so give me my goddamn wine. <laughs> and, and indeed, she pulls out a bottle of wine from one of the baskets and hands it to She's like, oh, wonderful. Shall I pour it for you? Okay, well, honestly, I wasn't expecting you to actually have it. <laughs> Looks like you're No, no, step up. Step up, Assyrian. Handle that. Um, She's like, please lay back. I'll be happy to help you consume it. You, <laughs> um, I'm going to give this a shot. Um, <laughs> you know, sisters, your generosity uh, is truly astounding. I mean, we, we appreciate it so much. I hope you understand this, but... We've been traveling in the wilderness for days now, and we're close to the point of exhaustion. I hope you understand that our performance may not be up to par without a little bit of rest. Is there any chance we might be able to convince you to come back, oh, in just a few hours, uh, whenever we might be more at our best? Perhaps a wink, wink, a nudge, nudge. I got a bluff, I got a bluff or a diplomacy to uh, whatever you prefer. Oh well. We'll be happy to help you bathe. <laughs> I mean, I, I, are you? What are you implying that we're not fresh as a daisy? You will be. But I'm fine. <laughs> we just need a little bit of rest, and then I can assure you we cannot wait to partake of your offerings. Ooh, if that is the Lord's will, please, please, though, please have refreshments. Yes, yes, we'll have snacks. Mmm. Refreshments. I glance over at you, and I glance at the food, and I glance at you, and I glance at the food, as if to say, can you detect poison? <laughs> or sleeping potions? Mm, or... A purple Kool-Aid? As somebody who ate the food uh, in front of that tower the one time and was the only dumb bastard to fail his save, <laughs> I'm a little bit overly sensitive to this at the moment. Honestly, the, one of the main reasons I wanted to leave it so I could whip up an antidote. But What, what, what foods are in front of us? I mean, it's it's pretty simple. There's bread, um, a lot of uh, berries and root, things that you're familiar with. Uh, hey, I mean, you know, everything here looks familiar to you and edible. Um, there is some dried salted meats, uh, you know, a few things here and there. But it, it's pretty, it's passable fare, but pretty simple. All right, I'll eat a I'll eat a piece of bread. Okay, I mean it. It's decent. It's not great, but it's not bad either. And then I'll drink. And uh, then I'll drink from my own flask. Now there is a bottle of wine, and they also have a um, a uh, jug of small beer, or ale, as you'd call it. Al will have some beer. Okay. I mean, it's passable. It's, you've had better, but you've also had worse. I hope I make my fourth save. It's okay. I should be all right. I'm a fighter. Like unopened bottles of wine. Uh, they, they had the one bottle of wine that's unopened. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want some wine now? Poison the cup. It's it's like actually, a month I, late. Actually, since the last time yeah, you better asked. late than never. I think I I think I actually might. And mm, ladies, oh. would you like a, a glass yourselves? Oh well, of course, if you're willing to share it with us. Yes, please do. I'll pour them pretty generous amount. Yeah, wine is meant to be shared with friends. Yeah. So uh, as you you drink a little of the wine, and and you're familiar with this vintage. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you look the bottle over, you'll see that it does have the stamp and the seal. Uh, this is a fairly well-known wine that comes out of the continent of Nimpesh. So, yeah, you've heard of this before. It's it's not really expensive, but it's decent stuff. It's not two buck chuck. No, it's a uh, no uh, Mad Dog 2020. That's for sure. Mm, that's what gets all their ships sailing. I, I don't know why, but whenever we you mentioned the <laughs> orphanage, and uh, I I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. The the idea of just. Alder standing there pulling out a sword, and one of the cultists is like, Master Alder, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Not worship Gugglebog, that's for damn sure. So basically, I'm trying to 
to get them to drink more. Though, trying trying to get them a little drunk. So if they try something, uh, you, you know, they'll, you don't need them. You don't need them. They'll they'll <laughs> drink if you are drinking. Uh, they don't make any particular motion. They just, uh, you know, they're okay with getting a little. So loose, you but... two have the afternoon off. Well, this is our duty. Right, right. Oh, well, you'd love. Would you like to play a game? Who? What sort of game? Well, there's a, there's an old drinking game that we sailors used to have. It involves dice. Oh, okay. It's it's fun. It's fun. I'll explain the rules. And basically, like, Alder wants to take some dice mm-hmm. with his thievery skill, and like, there, you know, there is a game or whatever. But he wants to cheat at it, okay. so they have to drink more. Okay. Um, sure, they're willing to play along. So let's go ahead and I'm gonna give them a perception check to see yeah, if yeah. they notice anything's going on here. We've got that bottle of big. <laughs> Two bottles of McGinty's now. Yeah. I don't want to waste it on cultist trash. <laughs> McGinty's is for the finer things in life. I only hold mm. an 18. Hold a 7. Okay. Um, one of them is like, she's just a giggly mess. Yeah. Uh, Sister Wilma. She's just, she's enamored with you, yeah. by the way. She, as soon as you engage her, she is just yeah. pawing at you constantly. Uh, you know, she's doing everything she can to move closer and almost mm-hmm. snuggle up against you. And then giving you that doughy-eyed look. Uh, the other one is seems to be a little more skeptical. Mm-hmm. She's uh, you think she's on to the fact that something is up here, but at the same time, you know, hey, bottle of wine, you know. So she's drinking less than Sister Wilma. Yeah. Um, Sister Shiri is getting a little less drunk, uh, and they they do everything they can to make sure you guys are drinking too. And they're like, oh, you drink up, you drink up, and nah. you know, getting a lot of uh, getting getting a lot of facefuls of their their ample cleavage. Yes, that's just lovely. Yes. Uh, hey, don't we have some McGinty's? We should bust that out. Oh, McGinty's. Yes, yes in a... fact, I think we do. Try to get him some more of the harder shit. You know, McGinty's is always a good idea. It's really more about the people you share it with. Mm. Yeah, uh, do a fort save here for oh, the moment. Oh, well, well yeah. <laughs> good night, ladies. So, uh, yeah, after the <laughs> bottle of wine and a bottle of McGinty's, they're, I mean, they're not passed out, yeah. but they, they're, they're half in the bag, as you say. Which just makes them even more flirty mm-hmm. and forward. You know what really gets me going? Watching people nap. Yeah, that's totally hot. That sounds a little low. Sister Woma gives you the lip bite and she's like, I'll happily snuggle up next to you for a little nap. You gotta uh, take one for the team. <laughs> you gotta take one for the team, Alder. Are you guys gonna go do shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I'll do it if it's worth it. Yeah, because you three are gonna wa- just sit there and watch. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> They're thinking about it. They're thinking about it. It should really be Haytham that does this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Haytham went to college. He knows what this is all about. Captain Scrooby or Yeah, but it was probably like a like a... Technical college, it probably wasn't that great. <laughs> you, went to a university. Uh, you know, my university is accredited by several different. I don't know. Nerd. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, because so. I'm looking over. I hate them. Like, oh, take care of this. Both of them. Well, you got two. Look, two people got to. Looks like it's you, Shireen. Looks like you got to uh, be the other dude because you know there's. <laughs> that's just that's just a gross misuse of resources. One of us <laughs> should be able to handle both, <laughs> while the other three get some shit done. Yeah, many men have fallen with that same thought process. <laughs> 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 
Oh, you made it into the, like the clutches of an evil cult town. <laughs> it, 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 it's hubris that's led me yeah. to this moment. So that's right. So all of us go. He's left alone with two, and then we come back a few hours later. He's like, "You guys, you know, Gilgamesh may not be so all bad." You know, let's. We're like, no. Let's, uh, I, I've been listening to what they've been saying. The today. chosen one is me. <laughs> Well, it's uh, tough to be a god. <laughs> a, little bit of, a little bit of privacy here and go, oh gosh, uh, looks like uh, I'm, uh, I'll give you a little bit of time. Not it. Nice. Step out of the tent. Now, uh, for me, uh, to get things going, I like to hum a sweet lullaby for like 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Alder, are you, are you taking this one for the team? I guess. Alder and Asherian, are you... Are you are you guys taking taking sides of the tent here, or I'm trying I mean, right. I'm trying to get like the one that's mostly in a bag to fall so for you guys. Right. Bear in mind for for each of you, you're you know you're talking about what five minutes. Of work for <laughs> that's why I'm minutes. trying to get her fall asleep. Yeah, that includes the you know. Assyrian Assyrian taps Alder on, on the shoulder and kind of is like, you take that one. I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about today distresses me. <laughs> I know. Don't you have a sleep spell or something? No, I haven't enlarged. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> uh, oh, fucking perfect. Perfect or perverted? I don't know. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is something my character has to do. So this podcast gets a little will, weird. This will not be over soon. You will not enjoy this. <laughs> so, Haytham and Father Becker make their way outside the tent, okay. leaving Alder and Asherian inside. We'll wait till we hear the sound of crying, which will <laughs> from me. That they're both from me. Yep. He's a, yeah. If I can use the last infused <laughs> reagent to make a uh, antidote to keep on me. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, well, that's something you can do quickly. Can you right? craft up Wait. a condom real quick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, the quick alchemy stuff is only it only it's only stable for like just for just a little bit. Like like how how so how how, how, how you, little is a little what, bit? We're talking what, five minutes here. Wait till you see like, if you've got something. Yes, coming but on, but if then. we drink the antidote, then yeah, it's then already it, in the system. it gives you an advantage for like a couple minutes. Presumably, well, presumably if we're poisoned now. The antidote would help now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you giving them something, or are you going on your way with Father Becker? Uh, <laughs> yes, give us a little bit of that enhancement potion you know how to whip up. Yes. The thing, I can make it's, one of them. It's the blue elixir. Give it, give it to him. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I'll, like, whip something up, and, like, I'll, like, reach back in the tent, like, toss it to him, and be like, yes. here you go, big guy. Yes, mm-hmm. he, he needs the enhancement. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, ladies, I'm the... All right, so while you know, I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, whenever you... Uh, yeah, he's a bit over the hill, and uh, so sorry, oh, there Mom. you go. For <laughs> <laughs> some unknown so, reason, this uh, gonna, antidote is... I, I mean, episode so. 30, whatever, things get awkward. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, Asherian is 55. I mean, you know, guy gets to a certain age, it just kind of... Needs a little help? Needs a little needs help. help. <laughs> Now, so, okay. Quit looking at okay. me when you say that. <laughs> all right. Old man, take a look at my life. Uh, all right, so Father Becker and Haytham, you guys are outside the tent. What are you going to do? I, I say to Haytham, you know, I'll tell you something that, you know, back in the in the days, whenever I was uh, engaged in, um, no, let's just say some less than honest practices uh, with regards to... Uh, things um boy that would have been the best possible outcome of all of them <laughs> in that tent right now but uh given it's a possible death cult trying to bring back a lich 
I gotta be honest, I'm happy we're not in there. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, it's a bit, uh, I don't know, danger to all turns. I, uh, almost, uh, almost hope we didn't leave them in danger. Well, what are you gonna do? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a way to go, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, if they, if they got it, they got it. You know? uh, I mean, uh, they were they were fine companions, I think. Died so. as they lived. What do you think we're gonna, <laughs> think we'll survive in the wilderness on the way back? Oh, I have a survival of, uh... <laughs> Plus eight. And until the first encounter with a critter comes, and then... <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, let's ah. not dwell on that. Let's, uh... let's uh, leave them to their fate, and we'll go wandering around and see if we can uh, learn some more stuff about this place. Maybe we should look for the uh, largest, most official-looking building. Ah, yes. See if there's a church or something that they've built. Yes. An administrative area. Maybe we can find those scholars that um, yes. seem to be... Um... Well, perhaps any sign of children might be uh, worth investigating as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. And as far as children, that's easy enough, because the children seem to be left to their own devices. Uh, some of them have chores, and you can see some of them are, have been put to work. Nothing like slave labor, but, you know, everybody pitches in. So, I mean, you can see plenty of children around, and some of them are even just playing. Um, you know, there are a couple of open cooking areas that have been established, and a number of the kids are hanging out there. Uh, there seem to be some women there, um, as maybe that like they're designated to say, you know, hey, stay close to so and so. But there are a number of them just running around playing games with themselves. So this, yeah, you know, kids they are easy to find. Generally, look ha- happy, mm-hmm. decently fed, that sort of thing. I mean, yeah, they're all lean, but everybody here kind of is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not malnourished by any means. Mm-hmm. Okay. And most of them are happy. You know, a couple. You see one of them getting in trouble by one of the the women there for something he did. But it's nothing that you wouldn't expect to see. You know, this is you a, little a, bastard. <laughs> if you don't get to work, Gagabok will have you killed. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, good. Oh. He's apparently done something he wasn't supposed to, and he's getting the what for. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the same time, this you know, it, lo- it seems fairly common. I'll put a dagger through your chest. I swear to God. If any any natural encounters uh, happen, you know, children, you know, runs by or something, or you know, they come up and ask a question, you know, because we're new to camp or something. I might um, engage them in a bit of conversation, but I'm not necessarily going to seek the children out initially. Mm. I do have some questions for them at some point, maybe. I mean, and there, there are people milling about. Yeah. Um, everybody seems to be busy doing something, um, but you don't see any taskmasters or anything of the such. Um, you know, the, the one lady who was chewing the child out seems to be rather, uh, for lack of a better phrase, bossy. I uh, don't know if she's in charge so much as she's just willing to, yeah. to, to bark out a few orders and and uh, so on and so forth, but that's really all you notice at the the moment. Okay. You do see that there is quite the um, crew over on kind of the north wall of the Palisade where there's some construction going on there, and there's quite a few people gathered there, but they all seem to be busy at work. Okay. Um, I guess, should we just wander around and see if we notice any interesting buildings or anything that might bear investigation? Perhaps we might. Also, I can't help but wonder if the uh, look around kind of... If that group of fifty might have intermingled, and maybe they, uh, maybe they're the nefarious ones, and the rest are misguided. I mean, it's possible there could be, like I said, wolves among the sheep. Perhaps there's a way to suss out which ones are them and which ones are not. Maybe if we just uh, go around talking to people and can ask them, oh, how was your trip here? Your experience in the wilderness? Where'd you come from? That sort of thing. Yeah, perhaps. Um, Do you want to look? So we'll we'll do kind of a general tour of the camp. Okay. Uh, and, and look again, looking for things that might bear further investigation. Um, I mean, what, you know, like what kind of things would you be looking for? Well, if there's like, for example, a, you know, a big building that's been built that looks like it doesn't have a, another purpose, you know, like a administration building or church, or you know, or something like that. Or Nothing obvious yet. At this point, there's mostly tents and a few, for lack of a better phrase, shacks. Although they're not shabby shacks, they're mm-hmm. they're just 
you can tell that these are meant to be temporary structures and you know they'll eventually scale up but these are yeah. better than tents at least okay um other than that you don't see much there uh a couple of like so the cooking areas have they built roofs over them and they're essentially like a pole building uh but that's all they have there so far um do you want to wander over to the wall where all those men are working and see if we can see what's going on maybe chat with a few and um, I mean, maybe even offer to help out a little bit, you know, uh, haul some dirt around or wood or something like that. I mean, I don't know. That's up to you. Might not be a bad idea to ask them. Let's, let's go over there. Okay. So I mean, let me get this straight. You two are going to pretend to do hard labor. Well, pretend <laughs> is the operative word there. Well, okay. you're doing actual It's like you're pretending labor. to make love to that woman. So, uh, yeah, you guys get over there and there's quite a bit going on. Now, it looks like a fairly normal work crew. Most people are working pretty hard. Obviously, a few people are slacking off. If you pay close attention, you'll be able to point out who they are. Um, and then, you know, others kind of try to keep things going. Um, there's not really a crew leader here, so there's a little bit of disorganization. But for the most part, they seem to be doing an adequate job of building the wall. And you can see that they're working on bracings so that they'll eventually have a kind of an inner walkway that you can walk around. But most of that hasn't been built yet. Mm-hmm. Fine effort. Uh, looks looks as though it's going to be very sturdy. Yeah, one of the one of the gentlemen he kind of wanders up over to you. Uh, you think maybe he's taking this opportunity to slack off a little yeah. bit, but he's more than happy to to help you. Yes, yes, it's it's fine work. It'll do for it'll do for now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dob. Dob the Builder. <laughs> so yes, well, I mean, uh, given uh, that you're carving it right out of the wilderness, I mean, it's still impressive. Yes, yes, the city will take some time. Mm-hmm. How long have you been at it? Me personally, or... Yes. Oh, gosh, I, I've been here a few weeks now. Mm. Hmm. Yes. Did, uh, so were you one of the earlier ones, or were they, were they already had people here established at the point that you got here? Oh, there's been some here as, as, as far back as a couple of months now. But, oh, really? But, uh, How many waves of people have arrived? Oh, the first one you know, came in one or two... Uh, and uh, my group was rather small, but the later groups have been much larger, and we hope to see even more. How large was the, was the last one? Oh, goodness, there was close to 50 in that group. Hmm. Two that's, ships worth, they say. Well, that's quite a few. Quite a few. Yes. yes. They, um, yeah, and who, who are the first? I mean, who, are they the leaders of your establishment? We don't have, we don't have leaders here yet. Uh, I, I suppose that'll have to happen at some point, but uh, there's, there's a few who are, you know, more well respected than others. I, I myself uh, hope to be among them. You see, I have, I have so many experiences and have so much to offer and so much wisdom. Oh, uh, I mean, tell us about uh, where are you from? What, 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 is your, what are these experiences you've had, this wisdom to share? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm from northern Asteria, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've, just, I've seen mm-hmm. so many things in my life. Mm, yes, so, such so, as? I mean, what, what sort of experiences do you think are well, better prepare you for leadership here? Well, you, you see, uh, in, in, my, in my hometown, I was a very, very well-respected businessman. Oh. And I, I have a wonderful way of setting things in order and administration. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I hope to put the skill here to use uh, and uh, you know, find myself a position in which it's, it's useful. Well, if there's one thing we've learned, it's that if you are a good businessman, you can certainly be the leader of a, of a country <laughs> or a society with no problem whatsoever. You'll be just fine. So, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, uh, but anyway, the point is, um, 
you know, I might ask, did, did you feel a calling to come here? We've heard about um, your worship, uh, this this community's worship of uh, Gilgamar. Oh yes, yes, this was a this this was this was a calling. It was absolutely a calling. I knew this was the place for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you have an encounter with someone who talked to you about it, or did you just feel drawn to come here? I mean, it's so far away. Well, I you see, I found myself traveling on a ship, and I met others of this faith, and as, as they spoke to me, I feel as though their God spoke to me as well, and I knew that I should join them and come here. Mm, mm. So, yes. from speaking with uh, one of the other brothers, he seemed to sort of describe this whole faith as a not so much written down, not so much codified, and well, how, pardon if this is a pointed question, but how do you know it's it's Gilgamark? Did Gilgamark, Gilgamark speak his name to you, or... This is sort of a gut feeling. I, I just can't help but be curious. I think it's more of a gut feeling. You know, who else would live in this land? That was his goal, they say. And it, it just feels like the divinity touches us. And it feels right. Show me where on the door <laughs> the divinity touched you. Mm, yes. Mm. Well, I mean, clearly you're people of faith, and you've accomplished much uh, as a result of that faith. So I, I you know, I feel that uh, you've, um, you've been vindicated to a certain extent. Now this this lost group you say uh, how how long ago did they come in how frequent do these oh just but two days ago hmm. have they already been uh, put to work then oh yes yes they they were very uh, they were they were very uh, willing to jump right in they were true believers Excellent. hopefully many more will come quite quite could you point any of them out or. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I suppose I could. Uh, the, re- the reason we ask is because um, we're explorers in the wilderness, and we need to know if there are any uh, areas that they might have traversed um, that uh, bear further exploration for us. And if they've come through recently, well, then they might be more aware if there are any dangers or wildlife or anything like that that we should be aware of. Uh, he looks around for a moment. He sees a gentleman kind of off the sidewalk. He's like, oh, oh, here, uh, bro- Brother Ginvel, come, come here. Uh, these gentlemen wish to speak with you. And the guy kind of gives a questioning look, but comes over, and he's like, "Oh yes, you're the uh, you're the emissaries from Port Holbeck. I uh, oh, well met. You say your name is Gimble? Is that uh, it? Gimble. Uh, Gimble. Oh, Gimble. Yes. Oh, good. Um, oh, so good to meet you. Yes, you're recently arrived on uh, the continent of Faradon, are you? Yes, me and my two daughters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> I'm sure they're being chased somewhere. That's fine. well, we've uh, we've been on the continent for a few weeks, but we just. Just finally arrived here. Oh, I see. It's quite the journey from the south, and, well, we don't exactly have map. Yes, you came from the south then, did you? Yes. Hmm, interesting. Yes, well, that's... Uh, how many were in your group? That's a large group uh, to bring through, I assume. Oh, there was uh, close to four dozen or so. Hmm, oh, wow. Oh, well, how did you manage... I think we're of the same mind here, Beckham. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you manage to uh, sustain such a group? Uh, we've... You know, well, had to we, we came with, we came with quite a few supplies, and more than a few of us were skilled at the wilderness, uh, although admittedly there was quite a few challenges. If not for the grace of our Lord who provided us with this path and this sustenance, I don't know if we would have made it, but he, he opened the path for us, so to say. Oh, yes, yes. And now, had you all um, uh, been together at the beginning of your journey, or did you just um, meet other people? We've, we've heard people that just seem to meet other people along the way and be swayed by the faith. Oh, uh, well, there was a large group that uh, they, they were all knew each other. Had, this was a, this was a, what's the, the way you would say it? A, a mission trip, so to speak. I see. Um, I was not among them. I, I, just had, I just knew where I should go, and I, I, met them at, I met them at the port, and there were others there like me, and I, that was the moment that I knew that this, this feeling inside of me, that this, this 
calling inside of me was for real. You see, I even doubted it until then. And then there they were, right where I thought them to be. And here it is, not that so much long later, and I am where I'm here in New Hope and worshiping the God that I'm supposed to worship. And who are the ones who are the core mission, uh, the missionaries, if you will? Um, who, who are they? Yes. I mean, they don't really have a name for themselves. Um, oh, I mean, just who, 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 the names of those who are the, of the core group. We're interested in learning more about the faith. I'd love to have more conversations with them. Well, um, there was a couple of large families, uh, I guess. If you'd like me to introduce them, I, I could. Yes, um, very much so. They're, they're, they're around here uh, somewhere. You know, we should look over by, uh, there's another building under construction over there. I believe one of them uh, was trying to build a, a, a shack oh. for them. Could you show us? Yes, yes. Come oh, very come we won't take you away from your work. We know you all have a lot to accomplish in a short time. So he, you know, he laid you over, and sure enough, there are a few people working on a shack. It's not far from um, one of the little cooking stations, and, you know, it, it, they're, they're getting there. Once again, these are kind of a post-frame uh, construction, so it's, it's pretty, pretty primitive, but it works. And uh, when the guy goes, uh, Brother Shep, um, he's like, oh, yes, Brother Genville. And he's like, uh, these men, they're the emissaries from Port Holbeck. And they, uh, they, they have questions about our recent journey here. And, and uh, I told them that you, uh, you know, you were one of the heads of the household. So I guess they, they would like to speak with you. And he says, well, okay, uh, what, what can I tell you, fellas? Well, um, it's, uh, you, you've all kind of arrived new in, uh, in Faraday. Uh, well, not so new, but uh, so uh, do you find uh, do you not find that uh, the practices of other others of your worship do you find them do they differ much or does well, there seem to be a surprising unity? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, everyone has kind of got a you know, kind of different way of doing things, but uh, you know, without the luxury of uh, you know all the old information, we uh, we I mean, we're just making our way and doing the best we can. Yes, well, I'm glad you're. But you've all arrived safe. You know, I, I've heard of some groups who arrived into uh, the port of Holbeck and they they struck out on their own and they uh, they didn't quite make it. That, uh, that's terrible news. We we uh, that's strange because everybody here says the you know the the callings told them to avoid the port. It, uh, it's a dangerous place for us. I'm afraid. That's why we let on from from down the from down the coast and. You're one of the original uh, missionary groups, if you will. Um, oh no, we recently arrived. Right. Oh. Oh. Okay. I, we we thought that uh, perhaps you were among the group that was uh, leading others to this uh, location. No. Uh, well, I mean, yes, I helped lead others here, mm -hmm. but we just arrived in the last few days. Well, of course, yes. Uh huh. And uh, who organized your group? Well, I I I think our Lord did. I mm -hmm. mean, I I know I helped, but. It was it was the calling that we've all been waiting on. Mm -hmm. uh, my family has, admittedly in secret, been uh, been worshiping uh, this great mysterious Lord for much time now. You refer you say your family. Do you have a, a, a large family, lots of children? Uh, well, my I'm, I myself only have two children. We haven't been as blessed. Uh, but my brother, and he points to a guy off the says, he's been lucky enough he has six. Oh, God, that's <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, look, and you see the, the tall one there next to mm -hmm. him. Yes. Uh, he's... Apparently, he's got his mother's height, but uh, he's almost a man himself. That's his oldest That's son, right? Stout, there. stout lad there. Stout lad. He's lanky, but tall. You mm -hmm. know, he has that teenage sure. kind of look to him. Gangly. Mm -hmm. He's like, but uh, he's been blessed with so many children. Mm. Uh, mine are still fairly young. You see, I, I did not, uh, I did not meet my wife until later in life. But, see, uh, yes. But uh, I think it was worth the wait. She's, she's mm -hmm. quite the prize. Oh, I, I can imagine. Yes, she sounds lovely. A lot of children in your group in general. 
Um, I mean, I, I suppose there was a, uh, what is that, I guess, a, well, no, they're really not children anymore, so you can't count them. I don't know, there was probably a little over, uh, you know, a dozen or so see, that you'd yeah. count as kids. Some of the older ones, uh, you know, uh, uh, like I mean... Like said, almost adults at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yes, there's, well, there's quite a few children in our group. We were uh, always been a happy, prosperous mm-hmm. family. Do you feel that the coming of the um, of uh, Gilgamesh, his reemergence into the world, is about is, is nigh, is, is soon to happen? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. be a joyous day for everyone, I assume. Well, I, you know, for the believers, we 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 hope that we know. We're afraid that it's happening so gradually that the transition uh, would be difficult to notice. But we are certain there will be a sign. Someone, mm. there'll be a, a a herald, so to speak. <laughs> Really? What? Well, what form? Yeah, you know, this herald will take. Do you think like an angel appearing in the sky, something like that, or you know that would be a d bag, really? That would be <laughs> that would be lovely. But you know, now that Gilgamesh is is meshed and merged with the earth, it seems more appropriate that his emissary would be from the earth. <laughs> Do a lot of earth sure. spells. Sure, sure makes a lot of sense to, to me. Hearing about that for the first time, I say, yes. Hmm. Interesting idea. Oh, great. Anything else? Hey, um, Father Becker and Haytham, go ahead and give me some perception checks. The 21 over here. 12. I'm all perceptive. Okay, so you guys are here chatting with uh, Brother Shep here, and you're a little towards the, the, uh, what I'm referring to as the back of the compound. It's actually kind of the eastern side. That's the side that butts up against the cliff that you guys are kind of looking over. Mm -hmm. And you notice that there's kind of a, one of the better-looking houses up towards the, the cliff face. It's, it's got a little more uh, construction that's been put into it, although it's really not all that big. But you notice somebody kind of go back in behind, and then they don't come back out the entire time you've been having this conversation. So uh, I'm wondering, um, just I'll, I'll say casually to him, yes, again, amazing craftsmanship around here. Uh, you've accomplished much. Um, that's a nice house over there. Yeah, it, it'll get better. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to take us some time. But, sure. Uh, yeah, no, that is, um, that's uh, Brother Tordar's house. He's, oh, he's yes. One, he was one of the first here, and uh, he's quite the carpenter. Uh, yes, you know, he, he uh, uh, we spoke to him this morning. He seems like a, truly a man of faith, a strong man. Oh, he, yes. he, he is. He's, you know, he, he won't, he won't acknowledge it, but uh, I think we all look to him for leadership. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. That cliff face is, um, I suppose we're not worried about anything falling off in any sort of collapse or anything like that. Is no, it? no, Gilgamesh will look after it, for he is the earth. Oh, yes, of course, that's right. I suppose uh, it doesn't look riddled with caves or anything like that, is it? I mean, that could show instability. <laughs> he, um, and I don't know if I want to say flinches when you mention that, mm-hmm. uh, but he does definitely cock his head and Oops. he looks at you. Looks like we got to kill this guy. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, it's been wonderful, wonderful uh, talking to you, gentlemen. But I, I do have a, a lot to do. I hate, I hate to be rude, uh, but I'm, I'm afraid. You know, like I said, I do have all these children that we need to house, and we're oh. hoping to get them the better shelter up soon. Oh, of course, of course, yes. Well, it sure looks like we don't have to worry about any landslides or anything like that. Back where I'm from, of course, we had them all the time. But I, I just, again, am so impressed by what you've all accomplished here. And may I just say, I'm trying to smooth this over. Uh, so what I'm what I'm doing anything I can to put him at ease, if that's diplomacy or if it's deception or whatever it is. But I'm yeah, trying give, to c- give me a. I mean, you're diplomatizing. Co- trying to cover my gaff, my inappropriate uh, mm-hmm. question that's put him on edge. Um, eh, Fifteen. Um, he he kind of looks. He's giving you that look like he's trying to be polite, but he's obviously done with you. Okay, and yeah. um, that's what he says, gentlemen, gentlemen. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sure we have nothing to worry about. The, the great Lord Gilgamesh is the earth, and the earth is him. No, praise him it, and praise his dark nature. It will, it will protect us and provide for us. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you again, gentlemen, uh, for your presence here and your understanding. Hopefully Port Holbeck will come to accept us. But uh, for well, now, I must go. Of course. We look forward to a fruitful <laughs> relationship between our two cities. Uh, so he wanders off, and hey, give me another perception check. Okay. He's going to go hotel on us. We're doomed. Uh, 26. Yeah, that's totally what he does. Yeah. He, right. he kind of goes away, and he you know, gives yep. up, up yep. whispers yep. in somebody's what, ear. What did you say that was the gaff? I actually didn't hear. I, all I said was, uh, oh, is that rock face, you know, look, that cliff, it looks all sturdy, right? Not riddled with caves or anything like that, because wow. there's a cave behind the house. Uh, is what's going on. Uh, okay. So let's, hey, uh, I, I say to Haytham, Haytham, it's been three, four minutes at least. Clearly their lovemaking is over. We should head back <laughs> and find out if they're still alive. That's just enough time to swap. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, when they go, I'm going to like, kind of like, I'm going to stroke her hair, like kind of nice, mm-hmm. and be like, do you want to know a secret? Oh, yes. I'm a bad man. I'm actually a bounty hunter. We, uh, we've been hunting a, a red-headed lady. She's worth a lot of, of money. Uh, if someone were to help us, I'd have shiny presents for them. If, have you seen anyone like that? So um, she is, for lack of a better phrase, she's good at what she's doing. So she's, she's pretty skilled at... Uh, yeah, it's pill talk. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to, like, sh- like, I'm letting slip. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check on that. Ooh. Nat 20, 28. Oh, wow. So, yeah, <laughs> you definitely notice that when you, you mention that specifically, mm-hmm. she looks over to check and see how the other girl is going and gives that, that like, knowing side glance and almost has a, a bit of apprehension on her, her face. And that's pretty much the moment where, as soon as she collects her thoughts, she goes, she wants to go straight to business. She is out to, um, out to do the deed right now. And... Um, you know, we won't we won't get into a lot of detail here, but let's just say you guys have a lovely time. They are um, I'm thinking about giving her the pillow, like to the face, till she passes out. Well, they are. <laughs> so standard operating procedure for Alder. <laughs> um, like I said, they, they they you can have yourselves a lovely time here, and nothing untoward happens, and uh, we'll leave it at that. So uh, after a while, Father Becker and Asherian, or sorry, Father Becker and Haytham. No, I, I demand there be some sort of dice roll because it's always funnier that way. Fort save. <laughs> uh, that's a nat five. Asherian, so give me your fort save. Fourteen. Uh, that'll be a total of twenty-two. All right, so Asherian outlasts the hell out of you. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Uh, you, you, I'm not going to say you're, you're disappointing, um, but let's say it's been a while. No, no, it's, it's okay. Go this, ahead. This, this, <laughs> this was an A game. However, Shirian, uh, seems to be much more capable. Uh, I wasn't trying. I was trying to get out of the whole thing. That's because so. of various wartime injuries. Shirian has lost all feeling below the waist. So, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, he, he's still going long after you're finished and, but everything seems to be very happy and very pleasant here. So if it only so takes we, like a little bit, I'm like, well, that was nice. Throw my pants on, get out of there, start walking around. I mean, you know, as soon as the deed is done, she pretty much curls right up next to you and is prepared to take a nap. She's laying on, mm. the, on your chest yeah, yeah, and starts to drift off to sleep. Now you're going to have to do the extrication. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I assume that's a stealth check. So <laughs> when I start hearing light snoring. Yeah, Shireen's not finished yet. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> In fact, that makes it worse. That, <laughs> yeah, he's really got to get I really want to get out of there at that point. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me a stealth check. 
14 plus 9 is 23. It takes you a little bit of time, but you're eventually able to kind of, you know, pull your way out of there. And she's she's drifted off to sleep blissfully uh, in your pallet. And uh, you're able to make your way towards the door. Ashirian, however, notices nothing. He he's uh, he's uh, yeah he's focused. Yeah, he's focused <laughs> more than uh, more than he expected to be. So you make your way outside. After a while, Ashirian, kind of the same boat. She is you know, snuggled up on your chest. Uh, nah. nah. <laughs> no, she just like Ashirian. grabs her by the face and like shoves her. Yeah. Shoves Ashirian her away. literally just like she's like trying to snuggle up, and he just stands straight up, puts pants on, and walks. <laughs> Son, you have so much to learn. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you guys uh, are eventually outside the tent. Just uh, as the shearing comes out, that's when uh, Haytham and Father Becker come walking up. We were looking for a sock on the doorknob of the tent. There, <laughs> so, a shearing's lighting a cigarette. Just. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you're like a full hour after me, though. Yeah. We have, uh, we have news, actually. Do, so, do tell. Yes. Well, we've discovered that there is, in fact, a uh, hidden cave. Um, behind the uh, behind uh, Tartar's house, and um, we let slip that we might have noticed such a thing accidentally, and um, we think we've raised some sort of alarm. Yes, I believe uh, Lena's here as well. Oh, I wonder if she's hidden in the cave. Well, that would be most fortuitous to kill two uh, birds with one stone. We might need to move quickly. Uh, or, Jesus, or you're trying very hard, very, in Shirian. <laughs> <laughs> Also, mm-hmm. some suspicions were confirmed. A group of about 50 arrived only days ago. <sighs> this is all too much for a simple fighter. Like, I So what's the play, boys? We need to find her and burn this mother to the ground. Richard, given the level of activity in the camp at this point of the day, is it one of those things where we think we can basically get to where the uh, we suspect the cave is unnoticed because there's just people coming and going all over the place doing their own thing or is it a situation where um, we may need to wait till dark and try to um... dark would probably be easier but it's not undoable beforehand uh, you just don't know what you're going to find there or what you're going to you know where it goes from there but yeah, I mean, you think you might be able to sneak in there uh, you, obviously the person that you caught sneaking in there was kind of doing the same thing so it's just how the dice rollers go? Could always I, try and make a distraction of some kind. I could try to check it out while you guys make a distraction. Split the party. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> good lord, man! Seems <laughs> like round two. So. Um, finish off the other one while you're in there. Why don't I go check it out while you two um, keep walking around? That's that's fine. Don't hesitate to come back quickly. Like I said, I think that they are on a bit of alert. The gentleman we spoke to whenever I I brought this up um, reacted uh, with a... He, he kept it under control, but I think he was alarmed, and I think he went to go tell someone. If she's in danger, then that we I mean, might need my, to... My inclination is that we just try to go in now. But, I mean, if you want to try to scout it out a little bit ahead of time, I don't necessarily disagree, but be sneaky. Do we want to wait for um, Captain Long bed in... I don't know. Kill, <laughs> kill that. Do we want to wait for a Shirian? <laughs> uh, at some point in time, he joins you in the middle of this conversation. Just gave up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, hey. Wrong, wrong ship to see. There's a... Uh, what, does that, that, what does that even mean? It's, uh, there's a cave uh, hidden behind uh, one of the houses here. We think there may be nefarious things taking place within it. We also think that there may be some degree of urgency. Um, our... Uh, 
Resident Fighter is going to go maybe try to check it out. Do a little sneaking. Well, I would recommend that we do all go there. Fine if, with that, too, if we want to try it. I mean, I... If you're saying that the we may have raised some alarm, I would, I would suggest that we do this as fast as possible. Perhaps I might... Well, uh, that was the idea, I thought. Oh. <laughs> don't give me Because <laughs> I wrapped it up a little faster. Am I? <laughs> I think I'm missing something here that I was not... Uh, it's, I think it's glad we... I wasn't uh, trying that hard. The, uh, <laughs> anyway, perhaps I could... Uh, we could find a tent. Uh, I know it sounds a bit dramatic. An empty one, set it on fire. <laughs> Go cause on. A, cause a distraction. I can't imagine that you wish to set something on fire. <laughs> no, no, I'm on board for this. Let's hear him out. Yeah, let, let's do it. Do you think you can do some sort of timed thing? Mm, I might be able to rig this flask of alchemist fire. Why don't you rig like 12 in strategic points around the entire camp? That seems excessive, but also <laughs> glorious. Let, let's just table that one for a minute. All right, well. Well, I believe at this point I mean, you guys are resolved to try to make your way to the cave as a group. Is mm-hmm. that correct? That sounds so. about right, yeah. All right. Well, we are going to explore this cave on the next episode of The Adventurer's Vault. So tune in as we find out what is inside. <laughs> Disappointment. Look at, looking forward to a non-X-rated version of The Adventurer's Vault <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah.